Coming up, you asked us questions, we gave you answers. We're going to give you answers. Yeah, that's how it goes on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. And welcome to this week's show. Sorry uh, we didn't get the question and answers to you last week. Uh, it's because, quite frankly, no one actually asked questions. Uh, there was a couple that came in uh, later, and then we got a couple in email. So I probably should mention at the beginning of the shows when we're doing question and answer episodes. So that way, you know, right away at the beginning that we're actually uh, going to be answering questions. Because when I stick it in the last two seconds of the show, uh, no one's listening all the way through to the end. I listen to plenty of podcasts. And, you know, as soon as it starts getting to all that boring stuff, I... I tune out, so I get it. I need to start doing it at the beginning. But we do have a nice list of questions that we're going to go over for you today, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And hey, next episode we do, that's going to be our Halloween Horror Nights breakdown. So get ready for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But before we get to that, just want to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel and get that free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Okay, Rhino, there are so many good questions to choose from, and I think I'm going to choose a fun one to uh, start off with, one that, one that we definitely have not talked about on a show yet, but this one came from Saturday Morning Fan, and they asked... Did you guys watch the Universal Studios Beijing videos of the new Jurassic Park ride and Kung Fu Panda ride and land walkthrough videos? Jurassic Park looked crazy. Also, you guys never talked about Poseidon's Fury getting roped behind walls and may come back again. May or may not come back again. Uh, I, I know we both watched at least the Jurassic World ride video because I sent it to you. And uh, what's your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? Oh my God! What are my thoughts on it? It's like dinosaur on steroids. It's like it's everything I would want a Jurassic Park dark ride to be. I, I mean, yeah. I only saw the one part where the 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 um, Indominus Rex comes out around the corner, but the fact that it's like a full body, head to toe, and a, the fact that it's like chasing you for as long as it is, like, whoo! It looks great. Yeah. It absolutely does look great and i've watched the full thing i haven't been paying attention to a lot of the the videos coming out of beijing uh and it's actually kind of hilarious that i'm not because uh, one of my one of my closest friends is actually over in beijing right now trying to get that park park opened up and yeah it's i i think as soon as i saw that jurassic world 
footage from that attraction, I kind of wanted to stop looking at photos and videos from it because mm-hmm. uh, it went from me being like, yeah, Beijing, maybe if I'm over there, then I would give it a shot. And now seeing that attraction, knowing it's probably not going to ever come to our parks here on on the on either coast, either the East Coast or West Coast, I know I'm going to have to get out one day to Beijing so I can see that ride. Well, because um, Jurassic Park is one of the properties that's not rumored to cross over into that new theme park, is it? I know. It's like no, What's yeah, it? which is a shame, right? Because it's now now I'm like, God, rip up River Country and put that there. <laughs> like, I'm not even trying to be mean. Like I, you know, I love River Country and stuff like that. But okay. my God, if they could do something like that here, give it to me. <laughs> I, I believe you're meeting Toon Lagoon when you keep saying River Country, or are you talking about River Adventure? No, I'm saying River Adventure. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> a river Country, I think, is a water park in New England. River Country. No, it, it's Water Country. That, water Country. River Country was the name of the water park that isn't open at Walt Disney World anymore. Perfect. Clo- close it. Universal can buy it and put a Jurassic ride there. Jurassic Park ride there. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I would, I would love to. This is one of those examples of being like, you know, it's it's all about saying I don't want copycat attractions in places until somewhere far away and difficult to get to gets one, and then I'm upset about it. Yeah. Well, that, I'm I'm okay with copycat when it's not domestic. If it's as soon as you start going into the international parks, if they do something better, yeah, bring yeah. bring it over Thank here. You. But I don't need the same thing in Hollywood that I need in Florida. It's the United States is a big country, but it doesn't take that much time to travel across from one side to the other. And I'm saying, even if you live up in Maine and you have the furthest to go, uh, it's still, relatively speaking, it's not it's not that long compared to to going all the way to to uh, any of the asian parks that are out there that's that's much further but yeah. is beijing have do they have nintendo too or is that just is that a coming later thing or are they not even building that there have they not even talked about that i don't think beijing is opening with nintendo it may be part of the plans i could be completely wrong about it but i don't believe that it was supposed to open at all with with nintendo and uh yeah should i watch the kung fu panda stuff because you know i love kung fu panda i love the first movie at least i can't say that i've kept up with everything after that i I, again i haven't even watched it i i saw the jurassic world footage and i was like i will watch that because now that i've seen this i'm okay spoiling the rest of it but it's a park that that i don't want to see anything else with and then like there's other stuff i know because like uh uh, they in since they get jurassic world in kind of a transformer style ride instead of taking the incredible hulk coaster uh which obviously would probably uh, have some issues putting that in a new park considering there's no marvel deals or anything in in terms of universal expanding into other parks uh so that's disney's territory on that but they can't take the incredible hulk coaster and put it in beijing so instead they make that a transformers uh coaster and theme it theme it along that level too so like i know little stuff like that yep yep oh that's that's cool that's fun yeah. yeah. I, I I'm super, super excited though. Like the little bit of photos that I really have seen from it are a lot of uh their city walk because that's up and running and uh the thing I love about their city walk while uh you know you're you're going to China, you you really wanna stick to like you probably wanna stick to the food that's there, but for uh 
for leery Americans or anyone who's more picky about food, you know, they have they have twosome there and they have I think they built cowfish there as well too. So it's not like you're you're walking into uh territory where you're like there's nothing for me to find. Uh there's they they brought a lot of these staple universal city walk Orlando restaurants over too to Beijing as part of that park too. So I'm I'm sold on it. It's just when will we ever be able to travel over there? That I do not know. I don't. I know. I know. But okay, we are going to move on to our next question though. Thank you so much for asking it. And our next question comes from Brian and this is a two-part question. Uh we're each to say what Whoa, is wait. What? We didn't say anything about the Poseidon thing though. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Okay, okay. I'll pause on that one. Uh, Poseidon's Fury, I don't know why it's behind construction walls. I don't know if it's because they're revamping the front area. I am not sure. I have also said, though, I think I think Poseidon's Fury falls into the it's so bad, it's good category. But for me, if you can put something great there, I don't need something that's just good. Uh, and it takes up a lot of space. So... I would be happy if we find out that uh, Poseidon's Fury is not coming back and they're able to do something else with that that footprint. And you know, I know I know Zelda always gets thrown out every now and then and I don't I don't even care about that. I just think it's a big space. You have Sinbad right beside it as well too that is a big space that needs something done with it. Let's move forward on it and figure out Mythos later and maybe Mythos can stay by itself since so many people love it but I don't love mythos either. So I'd say, I'd say just get rid of all the lost continent. Just be done with it. Yeah. Same. I don't, I yeah. don't have anything. I haven't heard a rumor or anything about what it, what it could be. That's all. So I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. I, yeah, that, but I, I am not attached to a single thing over there except for the rap, the, the, uh, the shawarma stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not shawarma. It wasn't shawarma. It was, um, I mean, it, it's uh, euros, but I, I mean remember. euros and euros, yeah. shawarma. It's all the same thing. But fluffy bread. Yeah, it's inside. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So, okay, we're gonna move on now to Brian's question, and each of us need to say what our favorite haunted house from HHN ever has been, and then do we have a favorite? He said skids, but I'm pretty sure he meant slide. Do we have a favorite slide at Volcano Bay? So I'm going to start with Volcano Bay. I'll just say my favorite one of the ones you left the skid marks on. Yeah, it, oh, gosh, I was going to make a choke along that, too. But then I was going to go straight forward with it and say I Volcano Bay. I've been on every single slide there. Uh, but the Krakatoa water coaster is literally the best. Um, that thing is so much fun. Uh, of course, second place would be the uh, would be the, the the one tube ride that uh took me for a ride. ride yeah <laughs> but uh no krakatoa water coaster is is my favorite uh rhino do you have a favorite no i don't i don't really i don't think i've experienced enough to be like that one's my favorite i've got to go do it again i don't even know which remember which one. Oh yeah krakatoa you're you're in like the the long raft yeah. and you go down and it shoots you up yep. yeah actually yeah i would say I, i'd agree with that i think that that one was a lot of fun yeah. um yeah that that one was was uh, I know that Disney's got one that does something similar, but I felt like it was unique and different enough, and much longer than the Disney one too. So it was like, it was a it it was a lot of fun. Um, I forgot the other question. H H N House, your favorite one. All time. I think Poltergeist. 
I really liked Poltergeist. You know what? I was literally trying to think back to all the different houses because it has been so many over the years. And the first one that came to my mind yeah. was Poltergeist. And I even, you know, I considered stuff like Universal Monsters and and The Shining, The Exorcist, uh, uh, yeah. Lightning Gulch, um, mm. uh, HR Blood and Guts, uh, the year they did the Edgar Allan Poe Nevermore house. Like, uh, I considered a lot. But then, then I was like, ooh. But Poltergeist was so good. And I don't know if it's just because we did it for Stay and Scream so many times that it got like yeah. lodged in there. But it also just was a perfect adaptation of that movie. So, yeah, I think Poltergeist is definitely up there. I think it was one that, for me, I feel like delivered the entire time. Like, it was it like, it, you know, some houses you go through and then you're like, OK, I know where everyone's going to scare me. I know what they're going to do. Like, it's still even by the, the end of it, having done it as many times as we did, I still felt like I was like, ooh, this is good. Like. Oh, still yeah. being nervous like and scared and yeah I, I, it's hard because for me they're yeah i agree with you like the shining you know is definitely was a great one too ghostbusters i i really still enjoyed you know for being able to do that again and uh but i in i don't know yeah i just i think i think that's the first one that always jumps into my head yeah it, well in for us, it was kind of even like cool to see the, uh, the the way we experienced it because the first night, you know, we're slightly buzzed and looking at it through camera lenses and cameras, and that's a, not a great way to take in uh, any house at all. And so then the next time we really get to experience these houses is when we go back on our own, and and at that point. You know, it's a lot of times like with Poltergeist, we were doing stay and scream. So we constantly only saw it during the daytime and you would walk through, uh, you would walk into the pool and in the underground portion and you could hear stuff going off, but you couldn't really see characters because your eyes didn't have any time to adjust. So then like after many, many times of going in during daylight hours, we finally went in when it was already dark and it was like doing a complete yeah. different house because then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't, we never saw this stuff. There are, <laughs> there are coffins in here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was always that, that whole beginning part was always so difficult. Like I was always just like, somebody could grab me and throw me into anything in this room right now. And I couldn't tell you what. <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, well, we're going to keep on the HHN train here, though, and it's not going to be all HHN questions, but I will be honest. Most of the people asking questions asked stuff about HHN. So uh, we probably could have just made this the HHN Q&A episode and uh, really, really kept it at that. But uh, Jay Lassify said... I'm going to get to this part. I have a question for the show. We will be in town for the 50th at the other park in town, but we're doing one evening at HHN. I've never been, and I am so excited. You may have already done this at some point, but I would love pointers on how to tackle HHN as a first-timer with only one night. Everything from best route through the park, food expectations, best viewing areas, and times for shows. Do the shows even happen more than once? Can't wait for Hill House and Beetlejuice. And uh, so... First and foremost, I'm, I'm going to say, and we'll kind of uh, tear this apart as we go through. Um, my first advice is look at the list of houses and think about out of all the ones you see, think about which ones are your must do's and definitely come up with a strategy for trying to experience those. If it's, if 
one of the houses you want to do is part of uh, a stay and scream, one of one of those areas, uh, definitely consider spending the extra $30 to get that ticket that allows you to just get in the park at three o'clock so you can get in a stay and scream zone and and start the houses a little bit earlier versus everyone else. But uh, really, really figure out which ones you want to do, because you know what? If there's if Texas Chainsaw Massacre is all the way at the bottom of your list and you have low expectations for it, you don't get to it. At least you're not going to be sitting there saying like, "Well, what if? What if it would have been great?" Uh, it was at the bottom, but you don't want you don't want your number one or two house to to be left undone, and then you're going to have that feeling of, "Well, what did I miss by not doing that?" And that's yeah. so yeah. Make make your list of what you want to do first, and and then start breaking it apart there and then you can always go with something like express uh if you really want to make sure you get everything you can done. do you can do half a night express too if if you feel like you're VIP getting toward tour. the end of the night what what half a night of vip tour. oh half a night vip tour yeah because um my friend nicole would do that sometimes and um isn't it if you do it in the later half of the night, it's less money? Did I make that yeah. up? No, it is. It's. I don't know if it's one of those things that's always offered, especially if all the RIP tours are sold out. And you know what? It's we're living in different times, so maybe they quit that. But yeah, it was. It was basically. Uh, and don't. I'm not going to get this exactly right, but yeah, about halfway through the event. Uh, they would open up half RIP tours where you'd get to do uh, half of the houses, basically. And I want to say it wasn't, though, like a direct one where it's like 50% of the price. I think it was like, you know, you're still paying 60-something percent of the price, but uh, you do then get to start expediting your your way through a lot yeah. of the houses. Because an RIP tour, which is also something you could 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 consider, is a guaranteed way to do every single house and show at least once so that's also an option too i i think um for me it's like i always pay attention to the the wait time in the apps and you mm -hmm. just kind of kind of like it's it's like what craig said about having the ones that you definitely want to do like you said beetlejuice and hill house i think those are going to be very very popular two very popular houses is my guess um so it's kind of like trying to get those out of the way as soon as you can and then just kind of pay attention to the other houses because they they will ebb and flow in terms of business like sometimes they'll drop down to 20 and then pop back up to 40 and whatever it's just kind of being like okay you know i was headed this way but this one says this way let me just turn around and, and run over to the other one you know it's it's gonna be a little crazy because you'll be right next to a house where you're like well i'm right here i could just go into this entrance but if one down by like et has less of a weight you're gonna want to go over to that one and and then come back this way because it's just it's just inevitable you know it's yeah. it's uh, a good a good time too is if you don't care much for the lagoon show which i haven't seen yet so i don't know if i want to say like you know you could miss out on that but um or it, that'll happen periodically throughout the night right yeah all uh, the shows it, will historically yeah the shows will yeah. happen at least Usually the one in inside the theater, uh, the Fear Factor live stage, that show will typically happen, I want to say, like, say average four times a night. Uh, and mm -hmm. the Lagoon show obviously has to wait until it's dark. So it shows two to three times a night. And uh, you know what? But for both of those, I, you don't need to get there super early. Like back in the days of yeah, Bill and no, Ted, no, no. yeah, you want to you want to get a great spot. And you want to make sure you get in that show. So yeah, get there, get there early. But with these ones, I mean, I'm not saying they might not be, 
they might end up being the highlight for you. But uh, for me, the houses are always the highlight, uh, even though we do talk highly about the Lagoon Show. But the Lagoon Show, you can watch from basically any of the viewing area and still take it in. You don't need that front row center spot. That's not going to make it somehow better. Just as long as you're in a good in the viewing area. Just make sure you're on the right side. Yeah. 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 Yeah, don't, don't try and watch it from the other side of the street. <laughs> you yeah. won't be able to understand it. Yeah. Exactly. Make sure you're in Central Park. Do not watch it from San Francisco. You can do that or like even close by uh, close by Transformers. You can watch it from over there. But just remember, everything will be backwards and they also project onto the buildings. So you're going to miss out on details if you're not in Central Park. So, yeah, that's a good thing to keep in mind with that. And you already mentioned with the routes along the parks. Yeah. Follow the app, follow the wait times. Don't follow a specific route of, okay, I'm going to start here and then work through every house in that order. Go to where the wait times are low and try to get there as soon as you find out that they're low because everyone else is also looking and will try to rush it. But it's all about being the fastest and getting to the places you want to go. Uh, The only other thing I'm going to talk about that was mentioned in the question was the food. And I would say, uh, you know, food, don't, like it is good food, but if you're really rushed, you know, eat, eat when you're hungry. Don't eat to be like, I need to take advantage of this food that's here. Uh, the the houses and the entertainment, that's that's the priority. There's a lot of food this year. There There's is a lot of like a lot of variety in the food this year, which is really nice and something I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I don't I mean, look at the list that's out there you know there's a i know craig wrote an article about it that's on um uofan.com you can check that out where he highlights a bunch of the stuff so i'd be like you know if there's something where you're like okay if i am gonna eat i'm gonna eat this you Mm -hmm. circle that make sure you've got it in your notes so you know where it is and where you're going and then that that'll help you so then when you're in that area if you see like the line short you can hop in or out of that but yeah i am excited to experience the food this year though because it does look like there's some some cool stuff yeah i'd say like if you want classic hhn food even though you can get twisted taters at different events throughout the the, pizza uh, fries yeah go go for a twisted tater pizza Pizza. fries go for go for the classics of of halloween horror nights and get your blinky cup with your with your specialty drink if you don't uh, only if you do drink i mean don't don't pick up alcohol for the first time ever just because you want a blinky cup Uh, it's it's uh not that important maybe not on halloween horror nights at least yeah (laughs) i don't know if that's the first place you ever want to be intoxicated while drinking (laughs) i'd be afraid very very true but above all have a great time and i hope you enjoy uh both walt disney world and universal orlando but okay next question comes from uh deborah it also might be deborah i am not uh i'm not completely sure on that yeah it's it's one or the other uh but uh deb said do you, uh, this is going to be a hard one to read because i think there was also a typo in here do you i think it's do you think the new park is going to affect universal's laid back atmosphere i enjoy not having to rush to see everything but i think the new park will change that rhino do you have any thoughts on that no <laughs> wait can you repeat the question? Sorry, Rocket, Rocket, I don't know if you could see him jumped off the bed behind me and then went down the stairs, so I was a little distracted by how high he just jumped. I thought he was going to collapse. It's all good. Uh, the question was, do we think that the new park, Epic Universe, will change the laid-back atmosphere of Universal? And it's a great question. No, because, no, no, no. I, I, yeah. I don't 
laid back. No, I don't think so. I don't. I think it's going to change. I think it will be a new type of. We talked about this on the show like way, way back when, where we were looking at the concept art. I think it's going to be this new type of like micro theme parks. So it's going to be like all these really intricately themed lands that you're going to go in and out of and stuff like that. So I don't. I think it'll. I think it'll play itself similar to how like islands of adventure can be sometimes where like you know you'll be in the park and you'll be like oh there's not a lot of people over here or here or there's more people in marvel island but not a lot of people in seuss landing right now and then you'll get to the harry potter stuff and be like good god is this where the entire theme park is but then that means well everybody's over here maybe i'll go ride velocicoaster right now so i think it'll be broken up in that kind of aspect but not in that circular motion because it'll be like pockets here and there which i think i think it'll be nice because i i think you'll be able to kind of grasp a little bit more of like the coming and goings of people in sense of like if you see like this massive flow of people going into one island you're like you know what uh, today i'm gonna go over to this other or not island whatever they're gonna call them i don't know other universes yeah. whatever but you know yeah uh it- this is a, it's a great question and it's a tough question because will obviously it will impact the laid back nature of it because right now everyone who visits Universal uh, that goes regularly is pretty much used to saying okay we have two parks plus Volcano Bay during a five night stay or you know more or less uh, it's still very easy to accomplish everything without rushing around and once you add in a brand new theme park uh, yeah it's you are adding extra to do so you might have to start considering uh, extra nights at universal to be able to to still maintain that that laid back atmosphere and feeling that you you like out of it but i mean it's also it's also brand new stuff that you haven't done before once you go and experience it and i mean look at look at when the wizarding world of harry potter opened at at uh, at islands of adventure and that opened diagon alley later you know these areas are very busy so uh whatever whatever the park looks like on opening day with attractions and such, you know, we don't know exactly, but I can promise it's going to be busy for a while because it's going to be the first new theme park in Orlando in how long. So people, people are going to want to get to see it. But uh, in terms of, in terms of being laid back at universal, you know, I, they know what works for them and they know, they know how their guests love enjoying their parks. They don't want to mess with that recipe. They just want to build on it. So I don't think the I don't think the entire mindset of how you visit Universal is going to change, but it might be a little more annoying for a short period of time. For a little bit of time, yeah. yeah. And and plus also like you know you do have to factor in that it's on a different campus than the regular campus right now. So uh, there will be transportation involved and such, but uh, that's yeah. There there's going to be a lot a lot of working parts in here that we just kind of have to wait and see how it's all going to play out. But I think, I think they're going to go for the, the relaxing vibe, just like their parks currently have. So no worries there. But imagine if they were like, no, I think we're going to do a thing where like, we're just constantly playing on a loop nails on a chalkboard and just making people really stressed out. Like, I, I mean, you know what? It's, it could always happen to, it could crazier things have happened. You know, we have attractions based on Jimmy Fallon and uh, Fast and the Furious. So anything, anything in the world can happen. Anything in the universe can happen. I should say, boom, nailed it. 
Okay, next question comes from Kelly and says, Hello, Craig and Rhino. We are DVC owners coming to Orlando at the at the end of April, I believe, for a cheer competition. Because the competition may be at Universal, we are considering staying at a premier Universal resort. We will probably spend a good amount of time there, so we are looking for a resort to enjoy the amenities, especially the pool. Probably limited park time. What's your favorite premium resort, and what do you like best about each one? Thanks, guys, from Kelly. And so Kelly is asking hmm. between the three different premier resorts, so either Portofino Bay, Hard Rock Hotel, Royal Pacific, which one would we choose out of them? And then highlights of each of them. So I'm going to start with the highlights of each of them. Royal Pacific, I love the vibe. of the. I love the, Poly, not Polynesian necessarily, but South Pacific uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. of the resort. It's very relaxing. Uh, it's on the Islands of Adventure side, which I actually do. You know, I, I go to islands, I think, a little bit more than studios. So if I am going into a park, I'm closer from that perspective. And, you know, the I think a lot of the food in bars there are are decent i like i like jake's a lot and um you know islands not as much but a lot of people love islands dining room and so i know i'm in the minority on that one uh, at hard rock hotel i think they have an awesome pool and their proximity mm-hmm. being closest to to city walk in universal studios florida is a big big selling point and then portofino bay I think is the most luxurious of all the hotels and it's very comfortable. It's very relaxing. And the nice part about that is it is so far away from everything that if you're only there to enjoy the hotel, I feel like you can actually enjoy this one the most because you're so cut off from everything else. So, and they have really cool, that one has um, like really cool pool, the one pool area that's got like the ruins and then the other pool. That's like a little bit more of a, you know, a quieter pool for, I th- well, I think they have three pools, if I can remember correctly. It's been a while since I've been over to Portofino. They definitely have two pools. They have the main one that you just described and a yeah. quiet one. I think they have a third quiet one, too. And, of course, they've got Bache. The Bache. Bache. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I think in order from even though I haven't stayed at all of them, I've stayed at two of those. I think, I think maybe Hard Rock Estate for me just connect with a little bit more but that one i haven't actually stayed in but also it's like what you said it's close nice and close to city walk nice and short walk the same with low like i'm a i'm a walk person i don't want to be on i don't want to be on uh waiting for any buses or transportation or anything like that but portofino is really like when you're on the boat over to portofino and it like comes out from under the bridge and you see that see that whole area i'm just always like wow this is a really pretty hotel uh and it's 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 definitely like top of that line in terms of you know that sort of thing but i'd say for me it's like hard rock uh my god Portofino just or royal pacific no royal pacific yeah okay. <laughs> i got because in my head i got stuck on um what does pete always call us I, I was thinking Jade, emerald bay. uh emerald bay he always because he always calls uh, sapphire falls emerald bay um but yeah so i i'd say hard rock and then like Portofino's on the bottom, I think, there wow. for me. But they're all good choices. You get the you get the express pass with all those days, so it's I, really like, you know, can't beat it. Yeah, I I love that though because we we are completely different on that because I think Portofino probably is to me 
uh, if you're not going to the parks or anything and, and just worrying about the cheer competition and such, then I think Portofino is the one that you can get the most out of just staying at the hotel itself. And then, you oh, know, was that part of the question? Yeah. I think it was. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought the it. question was just what are what are the be- what what are our favorites of the top three? Like if you were if you were just staying and vibing at the hotel, Portofino, no question. Because okay. because Hard Rock, I feel it can get a little like clustery and loud um, because it's like the, like Craig said that people love that pool. So I feel like there's a lot of commotion around at the pool, so it can get a little a little hectic. Yeah, I, I will say though, Hard Rock is a very close second to me because I think they have a lot of great dining the kitchen is an awesome restaurant yeah. the palm i love yeah, that it's a really steakhouse yeah. uh and and uh, um emac and bolios uh there's there's so much good at hard rock and then royal pacific again i we mentioned the good parts of it but that's to me that's yeah, just the dining, doesn't compare yeah yeah the dining's lacking a little bit over there that right right now at least right now so because they had closed they closed uh, the other emeralds the that was over there, the one that was downstairs. Did that become something else? Remember the da- when oh, you're down chop, by the chop. pool? Yeah, I literally forgot yeah. about Chop Chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they need yeah. something to replace uh, the Chop Chop, the signature dining experience. But when they did it, it also made sense because for a while there, they tried to move Royal Pacific into the preferred category along with uh, Sapphire Falls. But then they couldn't take away the free express from Royal Pacific. So they in, Why? instead Disney of Disney takes away everything. Well, <laughs> Universal is not in that realm. So instead of instead of confusing people like, hey, why doesn't why doesn't Royal Pacific have Express anymore? It always had it. Instead of that, they just moved it back into the the premier cal uh the premier uh, tier of hotels. So uh, it's at the end of the day with all three of them, I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong at any of the universal hotels until you start getting to like uh, Aventura and endless summer. And that's just because I feel like those are all a little bit more sterile and meant for very specific reasons. But even I'll throw in Sapphire Falls, too. I think you can have a very comfortable uh, stay at at Sapphire Falls. And with Cabana Bay, it might be a little bit more hectic because a lot of groups are there. But if you like the 50s aesthetic, also not a not a crazy choice. But, yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Portofino is a safe, safe bet. Okay, another HHN question from Candace saying, uh, my daughter is a little young for HHN, so we aren't doing it when we come, but just wondering what you can experience from the event during the day at the park. Well, the answer to that is uh, during the day this year, back in normal HHN times, uh, nothing. So HHN is exclusively the after hours event and with the extra ticket price. So uh, there's, they're not doing the houses during the day like they did, uh, like they did last time around in 2020 because of the pandemic canceling Halloween Horror Nights. So if you want to see HHN, you have to actually go to it. Uh, and if you're thinking your daughter's probably a little too young, I think you're probably right. Uh, it's sometimes I do question when I'm walking around the park and I see someone bringing the toddler around oh, yeah. and, you know, it's, it, I'm never usually seeing tears with it, except if it, once they pull them inside the houses because they get so loud, but in the streets, it's usually not a problem. It's, it's the houses where it becomes an issue, but, uh, 
good good call on on really monitoring the age of your child and what they'll be able to handle because there are people who don't uh, but getting away from that uh, during the day you will see a, a lot of the props from the scare zones still left out uh, just not with characters in them and you know sometimes uh, in some years it can be stuff that's disturbing to some people but this year you know i've seen all the scare zones and there's nothing that's like super grotesque that like you don't want to see but uh at the same time it's you're just looking at the you're looking at the scare zones and the stages you're not being scared in them so uh yeah in terms of halloween it's just it's there's not there's not a lot which uh would be great and uh you know but it's it's not it's just not part of it and yeah i think i think i basically covered it all rhino did you have anything else to say with that no, it was literally that, except for you did say with no characters in them. And then I was going to be like, you know, probably just me living inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Rhino might, Rhino might jump out and scare you one day. Who knows? Which just, if he's bored, he could do that. Hi! Like, I just want to pop, yeah, just pop Goodness. up and down every now and then. <laughs> well, you scared me there. Uh, I will say, uh, I don't. I don't believe I saw anything about it coming back this year, and this could just be bad research. And I feel like they would have mentioned it in a press release. But uh, in 2019, they did the extra Halloween event in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter over at Islands of Adventure in the Hogsmeade section. They had the uh, they had the Death Eaters in there that went along uh, with the the Halloween season, and I would love for that to come back. And again, I believe I have not seen anything about that, and. I understand why, because we're technically still kind of in a pandemic with it. But uh, that maybe in the future, that will be a thing that they continue to do. But I don't think that's happening this year. And that's all I have to say about that. But, okay, we have one final question for you. Alabama! And, yeah, Greenbow, Alabama. Uh, This one comes from Rachel, and it is also... A Halloween Horror Nights question, and this is... it Rachel Rachel? No, it's not Rachel Rachel. Oh, Uh, But this one also is a terrible question to wait for last on, but it's the last of the questions, so I'm just going to ask it. And says, I'm a big pin collector and never done Universal before. This is my first time. What's the HHN pin-specific situation like? Is there one? Thanks. There are pins. There are. They make them uh, with the logos and stuff on them, but... In terms of like collectible value, I think it's more of do you enjoy this and do you want to see it and or wear it or display Souvenir. it? Yeah. Do you, do you want it instead of buying a T-shirt? Would you rather have a pin? I, yeah, they're there, but I, it's not. Universal is not Disney with a pin resale market and such. Uh, you know, that maybe someone will tell me I'm wrong here with this, but uh, it's not it's not crazy like that. So if you see something you like it. Yeah, you're you're going to be able to to get it, but don't think that it's going to be worth any more than what you actually paid for it. <laughs> it doesn't play off on audio, obviously, but well, I guess it does because it's just awkward silence. But on video, it's it's fun being able to see Rhino's stone face of I have nothing to say about this. So can we just That's please all, move yeah. on? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I do have a question. I have oh. a Universal Studios Orlando, Florida Halloween Horror Nights related question, actually. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if it's because I don't know it, and maybe it's from one of the original houses, but did you see the little plush demon? Oh, uh, no. I'm going to show it to not. you right now if you haven't. Show me. Because um, I don't know what it is from, but I took this from Alicia's Twitter account, and I have she tweets so much that I am going to... Oh, here he is. Who's this? Who's this? Uh, I can... I mean, yeah, it's obvious. Rhino, it's- you're putting it closer and it's not focusing on that uh i it says i'm not sure adorable evil bat that's all and i love him more than oh maybe somebody asked her it just is like i was like oh my god they have little stuffed demons this year that i'm i'm like okay i don't i need to stop with the stuffed animals i need to stop with the stuffed animals like i am texting it to you because that's what normal people would do (laughs) and but i am like oh my god this thing is so cute uh, I will say I haven't I haven't gone in the house yet, so I or the house into the into the store, yeah. so I wasn't sure. But it's in the store. It, I will say that was not in the store on opening day of the store when I went. Uh, but there has been more re- merchandise released as it's gotten closer to the event. I don't know what this uh, bat demon thing is, but uh, yeah, it's it's cute. So it just might be from HHN before my time, or it just might have been oh. This is cute. Let's put this in a store. But I don't know who thinks bat demons are cute. Someone out there. I can't believe I I thought it was a dog until she just said bat. And I'm like, well, clearly it has wings. I don't know why I thought it was a dog. Hey, listen. That, <laughs> I'm uh, the guy in Ghostbusters who goes, was that a do- Was that a bear? I was going to say was that it, dog that from Coco had wings. The the dogs from All Dogs Go to Heaven Oh, my wings. gosh. Maybe it's supposed to be like the anti-Alabreja, like the, the <laughs> evil version of it. Hey, then they can uh, just check off two holidays. They can check off Halloween and uh, Dia de Muertos. So it, it works for me. If it's good for everyone else, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna do, guys. I don't know what I'm gonna do. The big day is coming up. I don't it know. Is. It is. So uh, as of as of the time that you might be watching or listening to this, uh, Rhino and I are either getting ready to go experience Halloween Horror Nights, or we are already there experiencing it. And I cannot wait to talk about it. I uh, I am just so excited. The great thing that I heard coming out of it from a person I'm very close to and uh, love very deeply said that uh, the best house that she went through was actually um, was actually Wicked Growth, the realm of the pumpkins. And oh, so, you know, I, that's high on my list. Yeah. So I'm in. She did not do everything. But uh, the ones she did, she kind of shared just a little bit of what she liked out of it. And so I I was able to like kind of uh, alter my expectations with some of the houses. So I am I'm very excited. Rhino, I told you on Tuesday to start watching Hill House. Did you? No. Rhino, you failed me. I know. I'm going. I will have watched at the bare minimum an episode by the event tomorrow because I can't go into the house blind. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, That's the question, though. Is then which episode? I I think. I think if you can even try to get pick. How far into it do I need to get? I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I I guess I wouldn't know. I haven't been in the house, so I don't. Hmm. Um, I, I haven't been know. in the house either, but okay. so basically the first five episodes, each one of them covers one of the different characters kind of from their perspective. So that's why I'm like, 
Okay, where can you get the gist of it? So I'm going to look at the list of the episodes, and I'll tell you, I'll, I, it might be like three episodes that you need to watch, um, just because I want to make sure you, you know some of the ghosts that you're most likely going to see in the house, because that's really what oh. it comes down to, is the yeah. ghosts that you see. If you see like you know, random people screaming and all scared. Uh, I, you know, you're, you kind of, I'm not going to know who's who. Exactly. Thank you. It's not going to be like, Oh, that ruined that for me. But some of the ghosts, there is one ghost in particular that you have, you kind of have to know who the ghost is. How many episodes of this show are there? There's 10 and they're all solid. I thought there was like six. No, there's there's ten, and they're all all an hour. Like maybe one of them, it's like forty five minutes, but there's not enough time now to, to watch oh, them. I gotta go to the movies tonight. Yeah, jeez. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I would I would come home from the movie and try to say, okay, I'll watch two tonight, and then watch one more in the morning. And I probably will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a good good I'll deal. Do that. Good deal. Okay. Yeah. Because I want to keep myself up late so that I am late tomorrow night. So I'm not getting sleepy when we're getting scared. Okay. I will make sure I get that list to you so you are prepared for when you get home. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to, we can't wait to share it. So keep an eye out for house videos. We will have, uh, we'll have videos from all of the houses uh, of course never the full walkthrough just kind of the highlights of them but we'll have all of that hopefully we'll have the shows uh, scare zones will come later because we don't get to do those really on the first night except like run through really quickly I'm sure Rhino and I will share some stuff on our social medias uh, Telecluster mm-hmm. and Rhino1185 and R-Y-N-O R-Y-N-O-1185 and uh, with that too um, you know we're gonna also we're going to also maybe maybe do a vlog. I don't know. We didn't talk about that yet. We've done them before, and then sometimes we don't. We'll just have to see what Our ends up happening. Yeah, it's it's tough. Stressful, because the equipment's all dying, so I, it stresses me out. It's, it's hard. Yeah, well, we'll have to talk about that, too, off air. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's it, though. Uh, thank you so much for sending in your questions. We will do another one of these in the future. So you can always leave questions, comments, and video suggestions every single week in the comments section. I keep track of them all. That's a great place to leave them. Make sure you're subscribed to UO Fan on YouTube so you get all the notifications for the new videos that we have coming out because they're going to start coming now that we're getting into Halloween season. And also, uh, please make sure you hit thumbs up on this video if you enjoyed it. And for the listeners out there, please make sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to the Disunplugged Universal Edition. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, if you don't mind leaving us a five-star rating and review, we'd really appreciate it. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Thank you so much, Rhino. I know. I'm you're muted because, because the of the dogs. The yeah. I, I, Sorry. I know. Thank you. Oh, there he is. He's great with me. Yeah. I was, I was going to hope that you were just going to give us like the... The, the good nod, yes. The Robert Redford uh, meme nod that everyone loves sending. That That's not the one. I don't know what that was. That was like that's Robert not Robert Redford. I was doing Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah I was oh going to say. God. I was like, you're kind of doing it, but yeah. yeah. The, the Robert Redford one was the was this one. The, I know the yeah. one you're talking about now that yeah. everyone thinks is Zach Galifianakis. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so you were doing Robert De Niro more with the uh, the mouse style, very similar to in Knocked Up, where I believe they're going back. D shoes, D shoes. Yeah, D-shoes. that's what it's from. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping they'd, were they doing De Niro? Yeah, they were doing De Niro in it. Okay, we're wrapping up this episode. Uh, thank you so much, everyone out there for watching and listening. We hope you appreciate it. And we will see you again soon with another episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Uh, until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. Yeah.